Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. This show is going to be a little different today. I have been posting and doing a lot of stuff on my website, talking to a lot of people, doing research, and I, I just need to share some of these things. You know, when I've been writing stories lately, it's been really therapeutic for me because I think with a lot of you, just like me, you know, this has been hard and I, I actually got burnt out for a while and doing some, just writing stories peacefully, learning, doing research has been good for me. Like doing little documentaries, although I've kind of shifted to stories right now, which I can turn into documentaries and I will, I have a couple more on my mind that I, I need to finish and do, but it's been so therapeutic and, uh, it's giving me a new, sense of energy, which is, is what I need. I could just keep putting out garbage so that I give you shows all the time, but I, I don't want, I want to give you quality, especially in a time like this. So that's why I've been, um, slowing down just a little bit so that I can refresh, do my research, make sure I'm doing quality that I really want to do. But because of that, I have been writing some articles and when I write articles, what I do is I look for topics that I want to cover. And I, so I repost a lot of articles that are great out there that I think are, are that need to be posted and given publicity. But also I, I'll find a lot of topics that I can't find a good story or no story. And so then I will write something up and, uh, you know, I, I've been doing that more because I just can't find what I'm looking for to uh, publish on my website. And so that's what I've been doing. And I, I want to talk about some of those because I think it's important that people know what some of those highlights are. And I think this has been going around a while about, because this happened last week, but I wrote an article on it this past week about the 125 retired generals and admirals that wrote an open letter warning, we are literally in a fight for survival and Democrat Marxist policies are a national security threat. That was the actual title, but the letter focuses on many issues, but specifically on the national security threat. They talked about a bunch of things. Let me go do an overview for you on what's in their letter on that topic of national security. First of all, they said that the open borders jeopardize national security by increasing human trafficking, drug cartels, terrorist entry, um, and many humanitarian crises. And I, I've been covering that. I've been covering it for years. But the border is incredible. 60-70% of the children and women are raped and abused on the way to the United States. And over 30% of the children end up being put into the trafficking networks. I mean, that's just... Uh, the fact that we still have this problem is just uh, in incredible. It's, it's not... I don't even have words to say that this is still a situation. Second thing they say is China is the greatest external threat to America. Establishing cooperative relations with Chinese Communist Party emboldens them to continue progress toward world domination militarily, economically, politically, and technologically. Now, I got to tell you, I agree with that in the sense that they, they can't be naive and they need to look at that from an intelligent perspective, but... I don't believe in creating adversarial situations either. So I think we need to be smart. We, we gotta be careful not to embolden them. We have to be uh, powerful players in our own right. Can't let them steal from us. We can't let them take advantage of us, all those things. But at the same time, we don't need to create an enemy either. So we have to be smart with our, our different countries around the world. 
The next thing they mention is the free flow of information is critical to the security of a republic, as illustrated by freedom of speech and the press being in the First Amendment of our Constitution. Censoring speech and expression, distorting speech, spraying disinformation by government officials, private entities, and the media is a method to suppress the free flow of information, a tyrannical technique used in closed societies. We must counter this on all fronts, beginning with removing Section 230 protection from the big tech. All of you know that have been listening to my show, we're in that Google lawsuit, still moving along, getting to uh, district court. They've been stalling it in every way they can. And then after we get, we have enough money to get through district court, we'll probably lose because of who we're up against. And losing is okay because then we go to the Supreme Court. If we win, we'll go to the Supreme Court anyways because Google will force it to the Supreme Court. But, you know, as everybody knows, the, the Supreme Court is so corrupt right now. All of our, our judicial system is so corrupt and blackmailed. So people are very concerned that even if we go there, we won't win because it's so corrupt. But I've had other people talk to me and say, you know, Sarah, it's just so important that the people hear this and it gets out there. And I got to tell you, I've been hearing journalists around the world that say that we are a beacon of hope for people, this lawsuit. So, uh, you know, it's almost laughable when you're part of it. But it, it, people just, you know, people fighting back is a beacon of hope. And we need to keep doing that. Their next point is using the U.S. military as political pawns with thousands of troops deployed around the U.S. Capitol building, patrolling fences, guarding against a non-existent threat, along with forcing political correct policies like the divisive critical race theory into the military at the expense of our warfighting mission, seriously degrades readiness to fight and win our nation's wars, creating a major national security issue. Well, I think we look like a bunch of goofballs. We have the military guarding the U.S. Capitol after they know that they fixed the entire election. It looks like a third world a country that's falling apart and we got a bunch of idiots in Washington. I think it just makes us look like a bunch of goofballs. It sends the message of, of complete lunacy, which we've been sending that message for a while. And then the last um, one that I want to talk about, and they have more issues that they, they talk about in this letter, but I want to talk about the mental, this is what they say, the mental and physical condition of the commander in chief cannot be ignored. He must be able to quickly make accurate national security decisions involving life and limb anywhere, day or night. Well, obviously, Biden can't do that. And whoever's running the show behind him, you know, maybe they can, but using Biden as their puppet is probably pretty challenging. I can't imagine they aren't frustrated, you know, being a criminal and cheating the system, cheating the election, and then having a puppet that makes you look stupid is probably pretty frustrating, but they created their own bed, and now we are all living in it, I guess. But if you want to see that full article that I wrote up and also see the full letter, go to my website at sarahwestall.com, and you can see it there. But another article I felt compelled to write was on the University of Pennsylvania study on the mRNA COVID vaccine and the trials, and they put it out uh, about six months ago. But I think it's important that you you hear about it the title of the article says, University of Pennsylvania study, 5 to 10% report severe systemic adverse events from, R- from mRNA COVID vaccines. And just that title is pretty uh, much a bombshell that the actual trials showed severe uh, events in 5 to 10% of the people. And we all know they use the healthiest of the healthy 
and they did everything they can to make those trials look like they were a success. But even in even with all of that, if people would actually look at the results of this, this is very, very serious because severe events in 5 to 10%, this has end up being worse than the actual COVID disease that they claim is going around. And it's, uh, and people are predicting that more people are going to die from this vaccine and maybe already have because the virus system only reports maybe 1% of the deaths. And right now I think we're at 4,700. How many people are going to die? And this is just the near term, what's going to happen long term. But anyways, I, I think that this study by the University of Pennsylvania is pretty much a smoking gun because it proves that they put something out that was they knew was not good for society and they're still cramming it down our throat. And for those of you who don't know who the University of Pennsylvania is, it's considered uh, by most rankings, you know, U.S. World News Report and all the rankings, frankly, that's one of the top schools in our country. So it's not like it's it's a bottom school. It's it's their school. You know, they have the Wharton School in there. They have the top schools in the country, in the world, Wharton School is. But University of Pennsylvania is considered, because it's not the top in engineering and everything else, but it's still a top. 10 school, according to U.S. and the World Report. And so, which I think is all BS anyways, but they don't. And so the fact that this is coming out from them, I think is a smoking gun. They knew, we all know they knew, but this is evidence they knew. And this is a couple of things that were written in the report. They specifically stated, there is not sufficient evidence to support any conclusions on the comparative safety of different mRNA vaccines. So the fact that everybody's saying it's, it's safe, is a lie. And then when it comes to children, they specifically state, because no clinical trials involving children have been reported yet, and children have less risk of serious illness or death from COVID-19, vaccination of children is not recommended. So the top people, or they consider the top people, say do not vaccinate children. It's not recommended. The disease is almost, has zero risk, essentially, why are you vaccinating kids? And so I'm just, it's its just crazy that people are, and they think they're going to be safer if they do it. It's absolutely lunacy. But you can read that whole article on my website, and you can see the actual study. I published a study there. What I do is I save the study, and I re-put it on Scribe so that if it ever gets scrubbed off the Internet, you can still get to it, because I don't trust these people. I don't want the censorship that we've been seeing over the last two years. But anyways, okay, another story that I published. Now, this isn't one I wrote. This is one that I republished from an uh, article that was on a Swedish site, Sista Tinden, and it was written by Sven Allen Johansson. And it was converted from Swedish into English, but I thought it was a really good article. So I posted it, and what it talks about is that it talks about the lawsuit, which has more than 1,000 lawyers and over 10,000 medical experts led by Dr. Reiner Fulmick. I'm probably not pronouncing that right, so I apologize. But they, he, they, the whole group initiated legal proceedings against the CDC, the WHO, and the Davos group for crimes against humanity. And specifically, the lawsuit claims that the experimental vaccine itself violates Article 32 of the Geneva Convention. Under Article 32 of the 1949 Geneva Convention, mutilation and medical or scientific experiments not required for medical treatment of a protected person are prohibited. 
Further, according to Article 147 of the Geneva Convention, conducting biological experiments on protected persons is a serious breach of the convention. They also state that the experimental vaccine violates all 10 Nuremberg codes, which codes which carry the death penalty for those who try to break these in international laws. And then the article goes and it breaks down each Nuremberg code and how they believe it violates it. So it's a good article. It does a good overview. So I recommend that you go look at that on my website as well. And there's some other things that I've posted that I think that you would like. I just posted the uh, little short video that was on TED Talks by the Moderna chief scientist and he was saying that the mRNA jabs are rewriting the genetic code and they call it information therapy. It's like an operating system. I think a lot of you may have seen that already. But the point is, is that now the chief scientist at Moderna and the chief scientist past, these are both former, scientists at Pfizer are both coming out and saying, what the heck? This is not good. And so those are, that's important that we have all these high level people, the highest level, um, in those companies coming out and saying, this is not good. And, and so I just, uh, welcome you to look at that. I have stories on both of them on my website. But one of the most explosive stories I published was just recently, and it was a Dave Hodges article on the leaked audit numbers coming out of Maricopa County. And I got to tell you, after I published this, I got a nasty email, a few nasty emails from people who are working on that audit. And they're, you know, claiming that the thing is crap and, and that you need to take it down. Otherwise, it's going to cause the whole thing, the whole audit to be shut down and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I've been talking to Dave about this and he's been just targeted. And maybe I'll let him talk about how he was targeted because I don't know how much he wants out there, but it's been pretty bad. And... <laughs> You know, the, the concern is that this thing is being sabotaged from the inside. And so people, the leaked numbers are coming out because people want the truth to come out. And they're afraid that the way things are situated right now, that we won't ever get the truth even from that audit, which is very, very sad. Most people already know. I mean, I've seen all the data. We know what the truth is, but this is an audit to be able to prove it to everybody else. I've already proved it to myself. I looked at the original numbers. Dave's looked at the original numbers. I've talked to scientists and computer scientists, and I, I know it's, it's, it's proven. You look at the, uh, my, Mike Lindell, my pillow guy, he's proven it. There's so much proof out there. So this audit is kind of a show audit, but it's important that they do it legitimately. And it looks like, like everything else in this corrupt, screwed up situation, that they might not be able to get to an audit that's legit. Because there's so many people from the inside trying to mess it up, and not just the Democrats. There's people internally on the Republican side that's trying to mess it up. And you know why? It's because there are Republicans, too, that have been fixed and put into place that were not voted for. And this is happening all over the country. And if you really want any kind of a semblance of a, of a democracy or republic, representative republic, you can't have to have fair elections. I mean, this is just a joke. All it is is they're putting in people that serve the deep state and the Luciferian agenda and the globalists. And it's, uh, we can't live like that. If we, this is what we have, and I don't want to be any part of it. I mean, who would want to be part of this knowing how much corruption? And so 
that's why people are leaking this. And it's an explosive story that I know he's going to be talking about going forward. So you want to keep an eye on that one. And I also want to tell you that uh, talking about Dave Hodges, I was on his show last week, his Common Sense show, and it was a really straightforward, we talk about the issues, we don't sugarcoat anything, the truth can get kind of ugly, and so we talk about things. But I um, republished that show for my Ebonier members and uh, for the TV members, and you can subscribe and hear the whole show uh, by becoming a member at sarahwessell.com, subscribe. And, I, you know, if you can't afford to become a, a, a member, I am, now that I'm off of Patreon, I am able to create memberships on Ebonier for those who can't afford it or whatever you can afford. I feel like I have so, I do have so much more freedom to do what I want. And so I do have some members that can't afford it. And when you can, then you can pay what you can. And if you can't, I don't want you not to be part of that community, that truth platform and see things because you can't afford it. So just send me a message on my contact forum or my contact sheet on my website. And I will look for, um, I scan through stuff that I feel like I absolutely have to get to. And so make sure you put Ebonier in the title and I will get to that. I got to warn you, I am not able to reply to everybody. Please don't take that personally. If you send me a message and I do not reply to you because it's actually impossible for me to. So that's why I ask you to please put in the title or the subject line, Ebonier. That way I can find those right away. I can sort and get the Ebonier ones. But um, I want to play some highlights from this show so that you can see what we discuss. So just, I, I put Dave on there, even though it was him interviewing me. It ended up being more of a conversation, which I really enjoyed better. Anyway, so I'm going to play those highlights. But before I do... I want to talk to you about getting some silver now, if you can. And I realize this is a product that I'm promoting for Miles Franklin. But I got to tell you, there are serious indicators that there will be a run on silver before the end of this year. And silver and gold will likely rise. But I don't th even think that, you know, as an investment, that's not even the important thing. It's that if something happens to our economy, to whatever, uh, you really need to protect yourself financially from whatever is going to come. Buying silver is just simply smart right now, even if it's just a few hundred dollars worth of silver that you have so that you can feed your family or trade it in or do whatever you need. It will always have value no matter what currency reach, uh, replaces what's going on right now. There's a silver shortage. A lot of it's because of the chip manufacturing, everything, all the high tech stuff needs silver. It is not going to go out of demand. And so it's, it's so much, it's the safest investment in my opinion that you can make. And I love Miles Franklin and Andy Sheckman because he right now, he's not doing this because it's a good business. He's doing it because he feels it's the right thing to do right now. And he's giving everybody the lowest prices in the country. He's not doing it on online. So it stays off the online tracking you you can you get it you need to store it yourself and that's what everybody is recommending don't go get etfs get your own silver store it you can get gold too if you have a lot of money you want to invest you can get a million dollars worth of gold and you can have a little box of it and it's not very much i mean it doesn't take up much space but if you get a million dollars of silver you're talking wheelbarrows full and that might not be very practical 
Although I like silver because I think more people can afford it. And it's, um, yeah, mostly because more people can afford it. But it's also way more undervalued than gold right now. But I got to tell you, I have been buying it for years now. And I, I feel a sense of calm just knowing that I'm protected in that way. And I, I'm not telling you to do something that I haven't done myself. And I tell everybody when people ask me personally, Sarah, what should I do? I tell them, you need to get a little bit of silver. And I love Andy because he's going to make sure you get, he promises me that if you say Sarah sent you, that he will give you the lowest price in the country. And so I don't <laughs> think there's anything better than that. So anyways, I want to get back into this conversation with Dave Hodges I had on this show and play some highlights for it. Remember, you can sign up for Ebonier or sarahwestall.tv at sarahwestall.com under subscribe. And while you're there, please sign up for my newsletter. Uh, it is really how you're going to get all the, not only my shows, but all these articles I'm writing and posting. And it really gets you connected as to what I'm doing. So please do that and sign up for my other platforms as well. And I now have a really good sharing mechanism so that you can share my articles. Please share, especially the ones I write myself. But anyways, anything that's really important, because all of these that I put up here, are, I, I believe are important. Please share them on your uh, platforms. If you can't afford to support people monetarily, sharing is invaluable. And I always say, if you just share my stuff, that's just as good as supporting me in any other way. So I, I just, I can't stress enough how important that is. So thank you. But let's get into playing some of these show, show highlights. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. It has, and the tyranny is tightening so much for transparency. And I'm going to start this off just with a quote from uh, Biden's press secretary, who may be the worst one I have ever seen in my life. And she said, bipartisanship, you're asking me about bipartisanship? Uh, the president never promised you bipartisanship. He promised you unity, not bipartisanship. I heard this with my own ears. What she's saying is, we're not going to work with you. You can get on board and we'll be unified, but you don't get to disagree with us. I had someone who was high-ranking military tell me once about what he thought about her. And he said, Dave, you know they're trying to provoke a revolution so they can squash us and have an excuse to bring in the UN and America will be no more. And he said he thought that she was the personification of pissing America off and moving us to a higher level of anger. I saw something on Fox News and it got my attention. They talked about the cartels and the cannibalism and all these ritualistic satanic practices. And I researched it and I talked to some people in Mexico that I know a couple of pastors, talked to uh, people that are reporters in Mexico and I got help with the Spanish English translations. Here's the bottom line, you're gonna like this. And this is what's coming up here. The Catholic Church is a major player in the undermining of the United States. And I'm not talking Catholics, I said the Catholic leadership. They are incorporating occultic practices on Catholic churches both sides of the border in the Rio Grande Valley in Texas. It's omnipresent. They don't, in some of these churches, they have these secret communions for their leadership and they don't do bread and wine, they do blood and flesh. And I'm not making this up. These are the reports coming out of Mexico.